The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and the preview of the 2022-2023 NBA season. Today we'll be discussing Western Conference over-unders. We're about 48 hours away from the start of the 2022-2023 NBA season. Joining me to discuss the Western Conference over-unders today on a Sunday late afternoon in Southern California, we got Rebound. What up, Rebound? What's up, Z-Ball? And also joining us from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, we got Golden State Warriors fan Haroon. What up, Haroon? What up, Z? All right, uh, excited to get into these over-unders. It should be a fun season. We're going to go ahead and start in the Northwest Division of the Western Conference. We're going to start with the Denver Nuggets. Over-under 51.5 wins. What do you think, Haroon? Uh, I'm going with the over on that, especially with uh, Michael Porter Jr. and uh, Jamal Murray coming back. Uh, they feel like they're gonna. I feel like they're gonna have a big season that might even be close to 60 wins in the regular season. You know, Joe Kick back-to-back MVP. He's gonna have another phenomenal season. Maybe the stats might dip a little bit since Murray and uh, MPJ are gonna be taken. Uh, shots uh, away from him a little bit, but I definitely like the Nuggets for the regular season, and I feel like they're probably a top two, three, or three seed, so definitely over on them. All right, for sure. What do you think, Rebound? Yeah, this is tough set at the right exact line, but I'm, I don't, I agree with the run. It's going to go over. Uh, as long as Jamal Murray stays healthy, I mean, that that's the key, and Michael Porter Jr., those are the key things, but... Obviously, we can't predict health, but I like I really like this team offensively. I think they're a good team, and a lot of teams went down in the West, so I think the yeah, I think they have like fifty three wins. Okay, for sure, we're gonna get agreement all around over here on this one. I like Denver on the over as well. I think they're about a fifty four to fifty five win team, something like that. Uh, agree with Haroon. I think they're a top two, top three team in the in the West. And I think they won like 48, 49 games last season, and that was without Jamal Murray for the entire season and Michael Porter Jr. for most of the season. So, And I think they got the the full uh, complement of players, uh, and this is a season for them uh, internally that they're probably thinking uh, they're serious title contenders. Uh, this window is not going to be open for them very long considering all the contracts and stuff that they have to that they've given out and that they're going to have to give out obviously Jokic uh is probably not going to win third straight MVP just because uh the expectations are going to be too high but I think we we've I've seen good improvements from him defensively and then I like the the additions that they have some of the additions Ish Smith uh KCP from Washington and then obviously the biggest additions, like we already mentioned, are, is getting back Jamal Murray healthy and Michael Porter Jr. healthy to complement uh, Nikola Jokic and take a little bit of load off of him offensively in late-game situations. And obviously they're still going to run the offense through him, through Jokic, uh, a, lot of, a lot of the time as well. But I think it'll be good to take a load off of him, give Jamal Murray his ball-handling duties back, but... Nonetheless, agreement all the round, all around, and we'll move on to team number two in the Northwest, the Minnesota Timberwolves, over under forty eight and a half wins. What do you think, rebound? Yeah, another tough one. This team is going to be really good. Obviously, the the biggest addition was Rudy Gobert, and then now you have Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert inside, so it's going to be hard to drive in on them. And I'm going to go slightly, but I'm going to go slightly under. I think they have about 45 wins. 
Uh, it's a very talented team, very young team, but I'm going under slightly. Are they a playoff team? Yeah, they should be. Okay. If they don't, then it's sad. All right, for sure. Rebound going under on the Timberwolves. What do you think, Haroon? It was 48.5? Yep. Okay, that, that's really close. I'll have them slightly on the under, too, probably around 47 or 48. Um, they're really young team now they got Gobert but you saw it in the playoffs last year where they just had collapse after collapse against the Grizzlies uh, but Gobert should be a big uh, addition especially to the defense so now we have to see how him and Kai can play alongside each other and they had some solid pickups too for the bench like I think they got Austin Rivers and um, Kyle Anderson and I think Anthony Edwards steps it up, but they're still in the stage where they're figuring stuff out. So for this year, I'll go with the under. I think just under. So they're probably finished with 47 or 48 wins. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. The inexperience definitely showed against Memphis. They, I think they blew two big leads in that series in the first round. Uh, and they, were, they could have taken control if they kind of closed out those games. And then obviously, I think this is kind of similar to the Utah situation with Gobert in the sense that he's like the lone guy that's elite as a defender. And then he's going to have to be covering up for a lot of these other guys' mishaps. Anthony Edwards, uh, what's it called? Cat. Uh, and then, uh, but I think obviously a very fun team to watch. Uh, if, if you're into league, pay, league pass rankings, this has got to be a team that's probably up there just with given the moxie and the kind of the young legs that they got with, there with Cat, Anthony Edwards, some of the other guys, obviously Gobert now. But I, I'm going to agree with you guys again on this one. I'll go slightly under. I'll say 46, uh, 46 to 47 wins, and they'll probably kind of be in the same ballpark they were in last season in the West around the seventh seed, something like that. They could possibly be a sixth seed, something like that, but definitely uh, a slight under, but it uh, should be exciting to see them kind of going uh, all in, I mean, or somewhat semi-all in, I guess, since they got Jimmy Butler, I, I think, in 2017, 2018. That's really like, like the last time they made a somewhat like serious playoff run. I mean, last season was good, too. They They got the the play and win over the Clippers and got the seventh seed and gave Memphis a little bit of a run, but obviously too inexperienced to hold the big leads that they had. So we'll all agree on that and we'll move on to a very less exciting team, a team that's probably tanking, the third team in the Northwest Division, Oklahoma City Thunder, over under 22 and a half wins. Haroon, what do you think? Um... This one, uh, I think this year for the bottom team, it's going to be a really big tankathon um, to get the victor sweepstakes. Uh, 22 and a half, this one's tough because I feel like they still, even with Chet injured, and um, they still do have a, a lot of young talent, but we've seen OKC's tanking abilities. Uh, where They just rest a lot of guys and they're playing a lot of G League guys and things but this one will be close i'll go slightly under maybe like 20 to 22 wins because i do think they're going to be tanking hard for uh victor and sga is going to miss uh the beginning of the season so they'll probably sit him out for longer than he needs to be chad is out for the rest of the year and then they're just going to let their young guys develop and take shots and they're not going to be concerned about getting wins all right, Haroon going the under. What do you think, Rebound, on the yeah, OKC Thunder? I'm going to go under as well. This is gonna, this team is definitely taking for the Victor sweepstakes, and that's that's what it's going to come down to. But as Haroon said, obviously they have Shea Gilgis, Alexander, and the other white boy. I forgot his name off the top of my head. It's going to be a lot of, Poku, a lot of yeah. Poku and Giddy, I think, right? And Lou Dort, that's what we're yeah. going to be seeing a lot of. Yeah, and there are two rookies, the... Cheese. All right, rebound. So you you got the under? What yeah, you... I got the under as well. Okay, for sure. I, I'm gonna go slightly over. I made the mistake last season of uh, taking OKC under in a bet, and they barely hit the over. I think by one game. So I think they won 24 or 23 games last season, something like that. 
Uh, I'll say 25 wins. Uh, they'll still they'll still be in the the running for that. I think maybe not the top, uh, like the top like lottery type team in, in terms of percentage, but they'll be in the running for sure. Uh, bummer to see not see Chet playing. Uh, he got that injury in that pro am game, so that that was definitely a bummer. But like I said, a lot of Poku, a lot of Lou Dort, a lot of Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy. Uh, has the makings to be a good all-around player, a versatile offensive player. So should be fun to see him kind of grow and kind of see what, what what he can do in his second season. But SGA, they gotta make make something happen soon, or or let him go, trade him. So, but we'll see what happens kind of with that session. But but I'll go slight over. All right, we'll move on then to team number four, the Portland. Trailblazers over under 39 and a half wins rebound. What do you think? Yeah, another interesting one this team uh, a little young here as well But I'm gonna go over her. I like the Blazers. I like Damian Lillard. I like Anthony Simons a lot I think he's gonna be really good and nice But this is gonna be an interesting team, but I still like them And I'm gonna go over even though the West is so deep, but I like the over her All right for sure. What do you think on this one Haroon? Yeah, I'm going with over as well. They're going to be above 500 uh, level team, probably closer to 45 wins. Um, like Lillard just had the entire year off. He's going to be rejuvenated. Simons, I think he's going to make another leap. Then they picked up uh, um, guys like Jeremy Grant and uh, Gary Payton the second. I was really sad to see him leave the Warriors, but he's a really elite defensive guard, and he's going to make a big impact for... Portland, and they also have their their rookie Shaden Sharp and uh, Deb Nurkic and Josh Hart. So I think they can be uh, around where the Timberwolves are going to be next season and like a mid forties win team. Okay, for sure, I'm going to agree with you guys on this one as well. I I like I see that Chauncey Billups is a defensive minded coach, and I think he's definitely going to like the additions of. Jeremy Grant with that athleticism and obviously Gary Payton who all he does is lock down opposing guards and that's really kind of that was kind of his main role on uh, Golden State last season and he uh, props to him obviously uh, Warriors fans are like you said are sad to see him go but he, he worked his way up in the, from the G League and got himself a pretty decent contract with the with the Portland uh, Trailblazers and obviously, yeah, Lillard, uh, this team is going to go as Lillard takes them offensively. Obviously, we, he's the star. And I, I think he's he's going to be in for a really good season after his season was cut short with the injury last season. I think he only played some in the ballpark of like 15, 20 games, something like that. So it should be fun to see him with a different complement of stars. And then uh, we'll see how if Simons can d- develop into what uh, C.J. McCollum was offensively before the, the, the Trailblazers traded him uh, last season to New Orleans. So should be fun. I'll say 43 wins, and we'll agree on the over. And that'll take us to the Utah Jazz, the last team in the Northwest Division, the Western Conference. Over, under, 23.5 wins. What do you think, Haroon? I'm going heavy on the under. I think they'll probably trade or sit uh, Clarkson and uh, Mike Conley very early into the season. And uh, they're going full in rebuild mode, and they want to win the victory sweepstakes too. So they'll probably be, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they're a sub-20 win team, like 19 wins or or something, but I'm definitely going under on them. All right, what do you think here, Rebound? Yeah, I agree 100%. Obviously, trading Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert means obviously they're heading in, into a different direction. So, And they, they, they've kind of finally figured out that that, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell wasn't going to take them anywhere, and they probably figured out about Victor. And so, yeah, definitely under. This team's going to suck. Danny Ainge special under? Yeah, I'm going to agree. They got, I mean, it's going to be a lot of young guys. Sexton, Taylor Horton Tucker, uh, Vanderbilt. What's the guy's name from, the other guy from Minnesota? Jaden Daniels, I think. I don't know, he's not on their team. So, yeah, a lot of young guys, and I think it's going to be the Danny Ainge special, and they're going to be tanking harder than OKC. Even I, I thought that would be it would be find a, hard to find a team 
<laughs> that would be tanking harder than OKC, but I think it's going to be the Utah Jazz. So we'll all agree on the under, but not much else to say. Complete rebuild, as we saw Brian Windhorst outline before the free agency came came about. So and and all those viral memes. So not much excited to see this team. It's just uh, not really. I don't I don't know that there's a particular young player even that I'm excited to see on this team. Even even all the teams that suck, there's like one player that you're excited to see or something. Kind of see how they play, but. The only maybe slightly is Taylor Horton Tucker, but I'm not, I'm not big on that his game either. So we'll see. Not much else to say. We'll move on now to the Southwest Division. We'll start with the Dallas Mavericks. Over under forty eight and a half wins. Rebound. What do you think? How was it? Forty eight and a half for Dallas Mavericks. Oh, this is tough. Obviously, the biggest upgrade was the getting Christian Wood. That was a big addition. Not a flashy name or anything, but. This guy is definitely a great player, builds up the stat sheet, can play defense, and obviously everyone says it's always Luca's year to win the MVP. I hope it is. I mean, but every year he disappoints and doesn't win it. But I'm going to go over. I like this team. I think I think that they're due for something special. Uh, they obviously made it to the conference finals, but just couldn't hang in there with Golden State. But... Uh, I th- I'm going to go 50 wins. Okay, what do you think on this one, Haroon? Over under 48 and a half for the Dallas. Yeah, I'm going to go 50 wins here as well. So the over, just because, uh, yeah, Luca, I feel like this is this is the, this is is going to be a big year for him. And he's going to be hungrier than before after getting to the conference finals. And you got Tim Hardaway Jr. coming back. So I think that that's a big addition too. Because they were missing him for a lot of the time last year, and yeah, Christian Wood was a good pickup, and I think they got their backup center as Javale McGee, so they have a solid uh, center rotation now, and that was their weakness last year. Um, Golden State just ate them alive in the paint in the conference finals, and they addressed that weakness in the off season. And uh, yeah, so I would go with the over. They're going to be a fifty-win team. Okay, for sure. And then from a ball handling perspective, and either one of you guys can answer this question. We saw in the playoffs, obviously, Jalen Brunson step up. He left to New York, got a big free agency, free agent contract. Spencer Dinwiddie was vital as well. So what, where else are we going with the kind of the ball handling, taking a little bit of ball handling, playmaking, taking a little bit of load off Luka? Is it just mainly Spencer Dinwiddie or where else? Frank Nilakina? Tim Hardaway Jr., I think he can do some of it, or he's he's more of a scorer, but um, I think he can take away a little bit of that playmaking. Okay, yeah, I mean, the main thing, that's one of my main questions, and then obviously we saw how well this this Dallas team shot last season from the three-point line, like the surrounding players like Kleber, obviously they're getting back Tim Hardaway Jr. now, Spencer Dinwiddie, Reggie Bullock. They got Bertans in the middle of the last season, which I thought was a good pickup. Obviously, rebound mentioned Christian Wood, who I think is really good scorer, a really good big man. And then McGee is kind of that uh, defensive anchor that you mentioned, Haroon. So this is going to be close, but I, I'll say I'm going to say 48 wins. So I'll, I'm going to go under slightly, but uh, I think it's it's going to be tough in the Western Conference, and I I don't know. How much kind of Luca can hold up with that increased load? We've seen him do it before. Obviously, he's still young. Obviously, we've seen pictures of him as well get in much better shape in the off season. So that that's another big thing that I'm kind of was kind of expecting and waiting to see from him. So it's good to see him do that. But I, I'm going to say slight under, and it's just just because it's a really tough Western Conference, and I don't know. If there's going to be enough ball handling, playmaking to take in a little bit of load off him, lessen the load for him. So I'll go slide under and disagree with you guys. And we'll move on to team number two in the Southwest Division. We've got the Houston Rockets over under 23 and a half wins. What do you think on this one, Haroon? Uh, this one's tough. They're, they're obviously tanking, but... They have a lot of good young talent with uh, Jalen Green, Jabari um, Smith Jr., 
Kevin Porter Jr., uh, Kenyon Martin Jr., and they have they have a lot of young talent. And uh, they were, they had moments last year where they were pretty good. And uh, with all the other teams tanking, I think obviously they're trying to tank too. But they have so much young talent who's going to want to compete that I feel like they're going to be slightly better than these other tanking teams. So I would go slight over at like 24 or 25 wins. Okay, what do you think on this one, rebound Houston Rockets? Yeah, another tough one. As everyone said, they do have a lot of good young talent, but I like the under. They're going to tank for Victor. It's just that they don't want to win. They, they, it's going to definitely go under. Uh, I'm going to agree with Haroon on this one. I'm going to go slight over. T- I say 26 wins. I'm excited to see how Jalen Green pairs with Jabari Smith Jr. as that combo guard, small forward type duo, and it should be exciting to see. But other than that, not much else. Like a young team, and it's going to be a lot more growing pains for Steven Silas as a young coach and the Houston Rockets as a team. So I'll go over, but not much else to say, and we'll move on to... Team number three in the Southwest Division, the Memphis Grizzlies, over under 48 and a half wins. Rebound, what do you think? Oh, another tough one. Obviously, uh, both of you guys know I'm not a fan of Morant, but I do like their other, their other young guys. Uh, losing slow-mo is a big deal. and But I'm going to go over. I like the Grizzlies, and it's going to be an interesting one, but... I think slightly over, I think 49 wins. A young team with a lot of talent. It all, all depends on Morant's health, you know. If he gets hurt, maybe they'll go over it for sure. But uh, this is going to be a good one. But yeah, I'll take it over. All right, what do you say here on Harun on, on the Grizzlies? Uh, I'm going slight under. Um, I do feel like they kind of overachieved a little bit last year with having the second best uh, uh, record in the league and I do feel like teams are going to come at them harder now and have them marked on their calendar and uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to miss the beginning of the season as well. He's he's really important to their team and also like the West has just gotten more competitive this year as well. So I'm going to go slight under maybe 47-48 wins that range for them. Okay, for sure. I'm going to agree with Rebound here. I got. I think they're a 50-win team. Uh, I, I really like the young core they're building with, obviously, Morant, Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks. I, I think Steven Adams is a really good veteran center for them. Hopefully, I think it, we kind of see it. their kind of whole trajectory kind of changes, kind of with his uh, him anchoring their defense and stuff. Obviously, Jaron Jackson is really good for them defensively as well. That's going to be a tough loss, but I think they can kind of overcome that until he gets back. But I, I really like the the young team, young legs, exciting team. And I, I think they're going to have another good season. I really like their coach as well, Taylor Jenkins. So I'll say 50 wins and agree with the rebound on the over. All right, uh, we'll move on now to team number four in the Southwest Division, the New Orleans Pelicans. Over under 45 and a half wins, Haroon. What do you think? I'm going over. I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. Even last year, they didn't have Zion. They had a very competitive first-round series with the Suns. Phil Ingram is going to be huge this year. Zion's comeback. He looks like he's in the best shape of his life. He's looking for redemption. He's going to have a huge season. Um, like They have other really good young players, and then they have... Uh, JV at center, which is really nice. Um, I, I honestly think they're going to surprise a lot of people and be a really talented and good team. So I'm going to go over. All right. Rebound, what do you think on the Pelicans? Over under 45 and a half. Yeah, I agree with everyone. It's going to go over. Like I said, a really talented team. And they have a good bench too, which is key. They've extended McCollum. They've extended Ingram. they extended Zion. So they got their future built. So it all depends on Zion's health. Hopefully, he stays healthy finally for one season. Yeah, I think he. If he stays healthy, I think he can be, uh, for sure. As we saw, like a 27, 28 point a game guy, and very efficient as well, and like a sixty percent, around sixty percent field goal percentage and stuff like that. So, 
I think he will stay healthy. So I'll agree with both of you guys. We'll get agreement all the way around here. I really like New Orleans. I think past couple seasons we've seen injuries. They have they have had like a lot of different trades, a lot of different like players and stuff. So I think for the first time going into a season, I think they kind of like have an identity. They have some little bit of continuity with McCollum in there, like a veteran guard. Obviously Ingram and Zion, and then they have Jonas Valanciunas, who's done well for them. They have a really good scrappy defensive guard and Jose Alvarado. We see saw how much fits he gave to Chris Paul in that first round matchup. And then a lot of good complimentary athletic players as well. Garrett Temple, Larry Nance Jr. So I'll agree with you guys on New Orleans. I think they're in the, in the playing range or maybe a little bit above. Seven, 7 to 10, maybe 6. So I'll say 47, 48 wins, something like that. And should be exciting to watch them with some continuity and a, a I think a stable identity to their team. So we'll all agree on that one, and we'll move on to the fifth team in the Southwest Division. It's the San Antonio Spurs. Over, under, 22 and a half wins. Rebound, what do you think? Definitely under. The easiest one. They're definitely tanking. Even Greg Popovich acknowledged they're not going to be good. And they're, they're, the victory will be perfect to replace Tim Duncan now, finally, there in San Antonio. Definitely under. They traded away DeJounte Murray, as we all know. They still have a couple of young guys there, but uh, I like the under for sure a lot. Okay, for sure. What do you think on this one, Arun? Yeah, I'm going under again. Um, uh, I'm agreeing with Rian and going under. Um, yeah, they, they're definitely taking for Victor, and then they're obviously going to be smart about it. Um, and they don't have like a young player like they did with Murray last year who can carry them to wins. So I think it's going to be very easy for them to tank and they'll hit that under. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you guys as well on this one. Uh, we'll get agreement all the way around. I think they're 18-19 win team. And I think we'll see, <laughs> 26 years later, we'll see something similar to that 1996-1997 season when Pop was a young head coach, uh, a newly head coach in in the league for the Spurs and they, they ended up getting Tim Duncan in the 97 draft and changed the whole trajectory of their franchise. Uh, they were able to get five championships over the next 20, I think 20, 20 years or so. So, I mean, aside from what's uh, Primo, Vassell and Keldon Johnson, the young guys, even, even them, they're like fringe stars. They're not like, guys that you are, are even on the radar to take like big leaps so not much there they're kind of young exciting players but they're not like stars that are looking to kind of like pop and then uh, speaking of their coach pop I mean let's see how much how much time he has left I mean I, I've been thinking he's going to retire for the last three seasons still hasn't done it but his days have definitely got to be numbered for sure and I think they'll be tanking hard for sure. And 18, 19 wins, not much else to say. And we'll move on to the Pacific Division. We'll start with the defending champion, Golden State Warriors. Haroon's team, over under 52.5. What do you think, Haroon? I'm going over. If you see last year, they won 53, and they, were, they had a lot of injuries throughout the regular season. And now this year, they're finally coming in with a healthy roster. Uh, Wiseman's back. He missed the entire year, and he looked super solid in the preseason. Um, I think he learned a lot sitting that year because in his rookie year, he had no clue what was going on when he was on the floor. He was just lost all the time. But now, you know, like if you have watched any of the preseason games, you see he knows where to be. He can pick his spots on offense. He knows where to be on defense, how to uh, contend shots. So it's going to be a huge improvement in him and Jordan Poole are just going to pick other teams' benches apart with their pick-and-roll game. And then they also have uh, Kaminga, Moody, uh, DiVincenzo, and Jamichael Green off the bench, too. So they're super deep this year. And I feel like the young guys are going to be able to carry them to wins, too, um, uh, against bad teams when the big three are resting because we're going to see a lot of that rest this year in the regular season. And the the games that the big three are resting, I feel like the young guys are going to step up 
and be able to handle those mediocre to bad teams. And uh, I see them over 55 wins, like maybe 55 to 57 wins. Okay, for sure. I, I got a couple million dollar questions for you as uh, you being the war- big Warriors fan. So, uh, first question, obviously, that is probably on the minds of a lot of people, not even Warriors fans. Will Draymond Green play this entire season with the Warriors? Yeah, I think he will. It seems like, I mean, uh, like obviously he punched Jordan Poole in the face, and that was a big story. Um, but I think, like, from everyone's comments about it on the team, it feels like they just want to move on. And Poole got his extension, too. So um, I, he's really happy that right? he got $140 million. So I think they just want to move on. I think he'll definitely be in uh, the team for the entire run this year. And then I believe he opts in next year for his twenty uh, for $27 million because I don't think any other team is going to give him that much money. And uh, but but the main thing that came away from that was he just lost all his leverage and contract negotiations. So if he opts in, and then the year after he's either going to have to take a huge pay cut or he's going to have to go somewhere else. But this year, yes, I do see him finishing the season as a warrior. Okay, for sure. And then second question that's kind of been on my mind is: This the year where Jordan Poole has? More touches and a higher usage rate, usage rate than Clay Thompson. Yeah, that's a good question. It was either I was thinking about that myself, and it's either going to be this year or next year. I feel like it's a hundred percent because um, Clay. If you've been reading up on him, he didn't play in the regular season or the preseason except for the last game, and he said he had a mental block with working out in the summer since he tore his Achilles before in the summer. So coming into the season, he's going to be on a minutes restriction, and he's going to be um, uh, not in condition. So I feel like Poole is going to, especially at the beginning, will be getting more touches and a higher usage uh, rating than him. But I feel like long term plan, Clay is content with taking a discount, as he's mentioned before that the Warriors have given him the max like right after his ACL injury and he missed two and a half seasons. So I think long-term plan is Clay takes a discount, starts coming off the bench, um, and that helps his chances of staying on the court too and not getting injured again. And then Poole takes his starting spot. And uh, with the way Poole has been improving, I feel like that can happen um, throughout this season, at least for the regular season. Maybe he goes back to starting in the playoffs, but for the regular season, their goal is to get everyone in there healthy, especially the big three. So they're going to keep their minutes low and try to keep them fresh and no back-to-backs. So I definitely could see it happen this season. And if it doesn't happen this season, it's happening next season for sure. Okay, for sure. Haroon taking his Warriors over 52.5. What do you think on this one, Rebound? Yeah, I agree. As much as I don't like the Warriors, as you guys know, I mean... Really talented team, extended pool, extended Wiggins, and that that's pretty much what. Uh, obviously, the the main storyline was the Draymond uh, punching pool, and I think this is the team that can get over that pretty quickly. They just have that chemistry and stuff to get over. And now Pool's got his contract too, so and I think that they're very talented and coming in healthy, as Aaron mentioned. So that that's a big deal and. I'm going over. Definitely, definitely got young guys there too. Kaminga, Wiseman, Poole. You know, it's, it's going to be a good season for them. All right, for sure. I'm going to agree with both of you guys. I think the Warriors might be the one seed, and uh, but definitely one of the top three seeds for sure, uh, along with the Nuggets and the next team we'll be discussing. Uh, for sure, uh, I think. They're going to kind of continue the culture that they built the last eight years. I think they're going to continue to have a good season. And I'll say 55, 56 wins, something like that, for the Golden State Warriors. And they're going to be, for sure, in serious contention again. But I guess the remaining question, obviously, with Draymond Green, I think he doesn't score much. He doesn't uh, take up the ball. So I think he'll be fine. It's just a matter of kind of... uh, the kind of the vibes with uh, Jordan Poole, but I think they're professionals. I think Draymond, once he gets on the court, 
he does a lot of stupid shit for sure, but I think uh, I think the Warriors kind of sometimes need that type of guy because no one else on their team really is kind of uh, built that way from a standpoint of like attitude and stuff. So all the other guys are mainly just go out, go out in the court and take care of business. So I think as much as uh, Draymond is declining, I think the relationship is beneficial to both of them to for him to stay around, and I think he will. And I think the the Warriors will keep on chugging along, and we'll agree on the over, and we'll go to we'll go to team number two in the Pacific Division, the Los Angeles Clippers, who also have an over under of fifty two and a half wins. What do you think, rebound? Yeah, that's another tough one. Obviously, uh, definitely staying healthy is the clear thing here. Obviously, Kawhi and Paul George uh, don't uh, stay healthy and. How many games are they going to play? So that's another big thing. So that's, those are the two key things there. Uh, getting John Wall was a good addition. Keeping uh, Batum was great. And they, I think I'm going to go slightly under her at 51. But they'll definitely be in the 50 wins for sure. I just don't see them winning 50 that many games, but I see 51. Okay, for sure. What do you think on this one, Haroon? I'll go very slight over. I see them winning 53 games, and like Paul George and Kawhi are going to be load managing in the regular season. That's pretty obvious. But even the games they sit, this team is very stacked. Tyrone is a great coach. Um, they have a lot of guys who can step up when those two are sitting, like Reggie Jackson. Uh, I think John Wall is going to have a huge year. Uh, Norman Powell. Um, all those guys can just explode. And I've, like, you know, dropped, like, 25, 30 one night. So they'll be able to pick up wins when uh, Paul, George, Kawhi, or both of them are resting. And that's how they'll be able to get to the total, uh, the over. So I have them on the slight over as a, a mid-50 win team, like 53, 54 wins. Okay, I'm going to agree with Haroon here. I got them winning 54 games. Uh, I think... We saw last year they were 42 and 40 in the eight seed. They lost in in the playing games to Minnesota on the road and then New Orleans at home. Obviously, disappointing end to last season for them. And then they've had Kawhi's been out since that series against the Jazz in 2021. But I just think a lot of depth. I think the starting line is going to be Reggie Jackson, uh, Marcus Morris, Paul George, Kawhi, obviously, and Zubak. And then off the bench, you have John Wall, Kennard, Norman Powell, Robert Covington. I think, obviously, they're going to miss uh, Isaiah Hartenstein, who was really good for them last season. But shout-out to him. Congrats to him. He got a pretty decent contract from the Knicks. And then, obviously, interested to see how John Wall plays. He hasn't really played many games. I think he's played a total of, like, 45, 50 games over the last, like, three or four seasons, something like that. So he was completely shut down by the Rockets last season. But obviously, it's it's great to have him on, a, I think, a two-year, like, $10, $11 million contract as opposed to a $47 million a year contract, for sure. And I'll be interested to see how, what Ty Lue does with this team kind of in late-game situations. We've seen, we haven't seen Zubak much out there, so I'll be excited to see how he kind of fits into those late-game situations, how he kind of progresses as he ages and uh, becomes more of a veteran in this league and then obviously very versatile they can go with like different types of lineups they can have Covington at center and Marcus Morris at center as we've seen uh, Ty Lue do before against the Jazz uh, a few years ago in the, the semifinals the conference semifinals when they won that series 4-2 and really kind of exposed uh, Gobert and kind of stretched him out and stuff so it should be fun to see them uh, fully healthy, hopefully, for the entire season. Obviously, we know, like Haroon said, Paul George and Kawhi will be load managing. I don't know about Paul George. I, I think he'll play more game if I had to bet on between him and Kawhi. Kawhi is just, you just pencil in, he's going to miss 15 to 20 games a year. That's just kind of how he's been since uh, 2016, some, somewhere along those lines. So, but it should be fun. I think they're they're going to be for sure one of the top three seeds. I'll say they'll be the two seed behind the Warriors, and then Denver will probably be the three seed. But 
I think they're going to be in serious contention, and it should be fun to see them hopefully fully healthy and hopefully a, a deep playoff run. So we'll move on now to the third team, the Los Angeles Lakers, rebounds Lakers, over under 44.5. What do you think, rebound? Yeah, another tough one. Uh, obviously, getting, keeping LeBron and Anthony Davis one of the biggest things. Uh, another big thing was keeping Russell Westbrook, which is bad. Obviously, everyone wants him gone. They're trying their best, their best to get him gone. But I like their off-season moves, get, getting younger and letting all the old geezers go, as everyone calls the retirement home last year. And I think it's going to go slightly under. I'd say about 43 wins, and they sneak in and get like the 7th or 8th seed. But yeah, i go 43. Okay, rebound. What do you what do you think about Kendrick Nunn? How does he fit? He he missed all last season. How do how does he fit? And then also, how do you like the addition of Patrick Beverly? Uh, crackhead Bet was always a good addition. You know, he brings that energy and to the team. I don't know how Kendrick Nunn will fit in. They have so many guards along with. That's why they got to get rid of Westbrook too. Another reason. So, uh, but I like the uh, I really like the addition of Thomas Bryant. That's a young center, so, but I, like I said, I, I'm going slightly under. Here. Okay, does Westbrook get traded at some point? Yeah, for sure. Okay, and who do you think he gets traded to? Indiana. Indiana? Okay, for sure. What do you think about the Lakers here, Haroon? Over under 44 and a half. Yeah, I'm going slight under to I see them as 43 to 44. They did, yeah, they did get rid of a lot of the old players from last year and get some young guys. Some of the pickups were very good, but I feel like a lot of the the roster construction is a pretty odd fit again, with uh, too many guards and such. And then um, Anthony Davis is always injury prone. I don't, I don't uh, expect him to finish a regular season now. Um, so until he proves me wrong, so I feel I think he's probably going to get injured again. And you know LeBron's getting up there too. There's going to be his twentieth season, and we've seen the last couple of years that he's had nagging injuries. So I feel like that will play a role too, especially if he has to carry the load uh, more with Davis injured. Um, so that's why I see them as um, just slightly under um, going with like forty three to forty four wins. Okay, and if I were to give you some numbers, let's say for LeBron over under sixty three and a half games, what would you say? Um, LeBron, I could see the over because this year he's going for the the points record too. So I feel like he's going to play in a lot of regular season games, and obviously he doesn't want to miss the playoffs again. Um, so I could see him going the over. And then for Davis, over under fifty nine and a half. I'm going to go under on that. I'll go heavy under on that. Anthony Davis seems every year he's he has a season-ending injury. Um, the last season I can remember where he finished healthy was uh, 2020, the bubble. And that I think a big factor in that was that he had five months of rest right before the, the bubble began. So it wasn't even like a full season um, where he played throughout. So I, he probably plays like... 45 50 games I would, I would say okay for sure i'm going to i'm going to disagree with you both i'm going to say slight over 45 or 46 wins for the lakers i just think uh, davis and um, beverly will give a, a a better defensive attitude to this team i think that was kind of like the main kind of uh, thing that that kind of held them back obviously the injuries are will still be there and obviously like you guys mentioned LeBron getting up there his 20th season coming up uh, this season he's going to be turning 38 at the end of this year and in, in, at the end of December but I think obviously we've seen his slippage defensively he can be okay in like a team setting defensively but he's not the elite defender on ball off ball defender that he was in his Miami days or early Cleveland days so obviously that's the defensively, they're going to rely mostly on pa Patrick Beverly to infuse the energy and the rim protection with Anthony Davis. So I think Anthony Davis will be relatively healthy. I'll say 60, 61 games uh, on my. I'll take the slight over on that on my on the over under games that I put on him. I think LeBron. I think will be somewhere around the same 60 games. I think he'll break the 
all-time scoring record, unless he has some major injury. Probably by like early March, I would say, I'm going to predict. But as far as like their playoff hopes, obviously they're not a serious contender, in my opinion. I think they'll be in, in the play-in 6-10. So I'll, I'll say 7 or 8 seed for the Lakers. 45, 46 wins, something like that. So I'll disagree with you guys, and we'll move on to team number four in the Pacific Division. The Phoenix Suns, over under 52 and a half wins. What do you think, Haroon? This one's so tough because it's like with their season ending last year, it can either go two extremes where they just are on a redemption tour or they just completely collapse. But I have no faith in the Suns. Um, they always, uh, they, they've choked the last couple of years in the playoffs and they're always... Uh, very arrogant and uh, trash talking and stuff. And then the way Chris Paul ended uh, his season is very concerning. It kind of looked like he lost a step in that series with, uh, with the Mavs. Um, so it, I think his play will decrease a lot this year. And there's been a lot of problems with Aiden and, uh, and the head coach, Monty Williams. So I think there's a good chance he quits on the team, and uh, um, I don't see them be, being like that that sixty win team that they were last year. So I'm going to go slight under on this. They'll they'll probably be like a fifty fifty one win team. Okay, for sure. What do you think, Rebound? Yeah, easy under. I think this team is going to completely collapse. Obviously, as Aaron mentioned, they didn't have any problem. They're going to have to trade Crowder. That's all. Also, that's been a mutual agreement that they've already come upon. So, a lot of issues, Chris Paul's health, and everything is going to be a problem here. This is an easy under. They're going to be like the sixth seed in the, in the West. I go like 46 wins, 47 wins. Okay, yeah, we're all going to agree on this one. I'm going under as well. I just think too much off-court shit going on with the whole Robert Tarver situation. The team is on sale. Uh, the whole situation, like Haroon mentioned with Monty Williams and DeAndre Ayton, they haven't talked, I think, since, uh, I think, Game 7 of last season against Dallas when they were eliminated in the conference semifinals. And then Chris Paul aging, obviously, he's shown that he can be good in the regular season, but as we've seen many times before, uh, he kind of always kind of fizzles out, gets injured in the playoffs, and... That was kind of imminent as well last last season, uh, apparent in, in that series versus Dallas when the last four or five games of that series, he just looked terrible. So I just think too much shit going on off court. And then uh, I think it's going to be too much of a load for Devin Booker to carry with Chris Paul aging and kind of their role, guys. I mean, let's see what Mikal Bridges does. I mean, he, he's shown that he can be a good 3 and D guy, but... Can he really evolve and become more of a playmaker, more of a on-the-ball type guy as opposed to being off the ball, as he's mainly been so far in his young career? And just not enough kind of firepower to keep up with the, the improved teams, in my opinion, in, in the Western Conference. So somewhere in the, in the four, four seed to six, seven seed range for the Phoenix Suns, I'll say probably fifth seed, I'll say... 50 wins, 49 wins, something like that. But I'm definitely taking the under and agreeing with you guys. Alrighty, so that will take us to the end of the Pacific Division. The last team in the Pacific Division, the Sacramento Kings. They got an over-under of 33.5. And, and with the Mariners making the playoffs in the MLB this season, the Sacramento Kings now have the longest playoff drought in all the four major U.S. sports. So do you think they'll end that drought this season, Haroon, over under 33 and a half. Uh, yeah, I'm going over. I see them being closer to a 40 win team. And uh, they have a pretty solid roster if you look at it. They got Fox, uh, Sabonis, uh, Harrison Barnes, uh, Davion Mitchell. Um, now they have their rookie, Keegan Murray. I think he's going to be a contender for rookie of the year. And I feel like this is the year where they're actually competitive. And it's really funny because they had a 16-year drought. Um, and now the year that Victor is going to be in the draft, they're going to be competitive. Um, I have them making the play-in for sure, but I don't know if they make the playoffs. 
but definitely over for 33 and a half wins. Okay, for sure. What do you think, rebound? Yeah, I agree. As we mentioned, a lot of young talent. I like the over here. Got 35 wins. They, I don't see them making the plane, but I, I think that they'll they'll be they'll be in the right direction. I like Sabonis a lot. Okay, yeah, I really like their young core as well, and I, I agree with Haroon. I, I really like uh, Keegan Murray as a Rookie of the Year pick. I think he's going to be re really good for them. They've shown how good they've been with uh, drafting guards. Obviously, they got they traded to Halliburton, but they have Davion Mitchell, De'Aaron Fox. Uh, I think Malik Monk is a good pickup for them as well, kind of veteran swingman guy. Harrison Barnes has shown how good of a leader he can be there. Uh, DeMontis Sabonis. And I, I think Mike Brown will improve their defense as well as as he gets another head coaching position in this league. And I, I'm going to say they end their playoff drought. I think they'll get in the in, in the play-in 41-42 wins, and I think they'll advance to the playoffs as the eighth seed. So I'll say 42 wins for Sacramento, clear over for sure. I'll agree with you guys. And that'll wrap up the over-under picks for the Western Conference. Let's get into some of the season awards predictions. We'll start with the MVP. What do you think, Rebound? Who, who do you think is going to win MVP this season? Right, I'm going to go with a surprise pick, but I'm going with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Okay, Kevin Durant won MVP in his career, I think, in 2014. His current odds are 10-1. to 1. Okay, so that's... Pretty good odds. Uh, what do you think, Haroon, for MVP? Um, this one's tough, I think. I think it's going to be a good race between Luka and Giannis. I don't think Jokic can win three in a row because it's really hard to get three in a row. Um, so I think he's out and he's going to be taking less shots this year with Murray back as well. So um, I do feel like it's Luca's year, just like with how you mentioned before, with how he's finally coming into the season in shape. And I feel like being so close to the finals um, and then losing is going to light a fire under him that like that he hasn't experienced before in the NBA yet. And he's just going to be on a tear this year. So I really have Luca winning, but I feel like Giannis is going to be up there too. And, you know, he had a disappointing season last year. I, I know that Game 7 is probably eating him up alive because he's a really big competitor. And uh, so I feel like it's going to be a really tight race between those two, but I have Luka coming out on top. Okay, for sure. Giannis won in 19-20 back-to-back and has not won since then. Obviously, Jokic won back-to-back -back in 21 and 22. The top five guys for odds for MVP, Luka, Luka's leading out 5-1. to one. He's the, the favorite. Embiid is number two, 6-1. to one. Giannis seven to one, and then Jokic and Durant are both ten to one. So uh, Harun taking Luca, rebound taking Kevin Durant as his pick. I'm gonna say uh, Joel Embiid is my pick. Obviously, the only thing obviously I'm worried about is everyone is everyone that I tell that pick to is kind of his injury concerns with his foot and stuff. But I think he'll be relatively healthy. I think uh, kind of the the team that they surrounded with him. We'll be able to kind of pick him up a little, and I think he'll he'll play enough games to qualify, and I think uh, Philly will have a good season. I think he's kind of due. I, I, I think the storyline is kind of going to go his way this season, and I think that's a big part of kind of who wins the MVP is kind of the story. I think the story will go his way and kind of the Sixers' way this season. So I, I, I'm going to pick Joel Embiid. Well, Let's move on now to Rookie of the Year. Rebound, what do you think? Who's, who's your pick for Rookie of the Year? I'm going to go with Murray. Keegan Murray? Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Haroon? Yeah, I think this one's going to be close with uh, Murray and Paulo uh, as well. But I feel like uh, Murray can really get the upper hand since he'll be on a competitive team. And uh, so I feel like people will see his impact more and i'll go with murray okay for sure so top five guys odds wise bancaro leading the way out two to one ivy Jaden ivy and keegan murray f plus 460 4.6 to one jamari smith six to one benedict matherin on indiana is eight to one then after that a pretty big drop off to jalen williams 24 to one so it looks like we're all gonna agree then keegan murray all the way around i i really like that as a pick for 4.6 to 1. 
I think those are really really good odds, and I think I'm a, like Haroon said, he's going to be on a competitive team, a team that's going to be in the play-in, and I think, and that's going to be the difference over Paolo Bancaro, and I'm excited to see Bancaro as well. I think he's going to form a good duo with Franz Wagner and a really good young core there in Orlando, who's going to have I think. A, pre a pretty decent season, much better than their prior seasons for sure, when they've kind of had the same roster and not really been too exciting. So I think it's going to be fun to, to watch them. But I'm going to agree with both of you guys and, and go Keegan Murray as well. So we'll move on to the next award then. Coach of the Year. What do you think, Haroon? Coach of the Year. Coach of the This is always a hard one. Because um, usually it just goes to the team that uh, overachieves the most in the regular season. Yeah. So, and I feel like in our in this year it's gonna be uh, the Pelicans who take uh, who take a lot of people by surprise and finish a lot better than most think they're going to finish. So, um, who's their head coach? I, I can't remember. Off Willie the top Green, of my head. former Warriors assistant. So, sorry, you cut off there for a second. Willie Green, former Warriors assistant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think he'll win it, Willie Green. Okay. Who do you got on this one, Rebound? Uh, I'm going to go with Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd, okay. That was a pretty popular pick last season. Let's see if he kind of pulls through. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to go on the other conference. I'm going to say J.B. Bickerstaff of Cleveland. I think Cleveland is... I'm very high on Cleveland this season. I think they're going to have a really good season with their new addition of, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Mitchell. And I think uh, go, going alongside with the other young guys like Garland and Evan Mobley and Jared Allen, I think they have a really good core there, and I think they're going to have a very good season. And I think J.B. Bickerstaff is going to win Coach of the Year. All right, so last award that we'll discuss before we sign off, is Defensive Player of the Year. Haroon, what do you think? Uh, this one's tough. I could see I could see Gobert getting it because he could have the narrative with him this year, especially if uh, Minnesota's defense takes a jump. And then we'll see how bad uh, Utah's defense gets since they're in rebuild mode now. So I think the narrative will go to him. Um, and I do feel like he's... He's up for a big season as uh, didn't work out in Utah. So I think he also he wants to prove that, like, you know, like he wasn't why it wasn't working out in Utah. So he's going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder. He's going to be carrying the, the Wolves defense. And uh, I think he gets another Defensive Player of the Year award. Okay. What do you think, Rebound? Yeah, I'm going with Gobert as well. I do want Draymond to win it, but... I don't think he's going to fit the narrative, as the room mentioned. It always has to be a narrative. And Draymond's looking bad right now, obviously, after he punched Jordan Poole in the face. So I'm going to go with Rudy Gobert. Okay, for sure. So, yeah, Rudy Gobert is the favorite at 4-1 to one to win Defensive Player of the Year. I think he's won two before. After that is Bam Adebayo, 7-1. to one. Uh, Third is Robert Williams, Time Lord, 8-1. to one. Then Giannis ten to one, Draymond fourteen to one. Whoa. I'm not taking anybody in those top five. I'm taking my boy Evan Mobley at twenty to one. I think he he's gonna have a really good season in his second season on the Cavs. And I, like I said earlier, I'm very high on the Cavs. I think they're gonna do really well this season. So that's kind of a flyer pick, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Evan Mobley. I think he's gonna win Defensive Player of the Year this season. Alrighty, so that'll wrap it up for the preview for the Western Conference. We should have Eastern Conference over-unders in a few days. Anything else you guys want to add? Haroon, a rebound? No, that's it. Thanks for having me on. I'll say this. Uh, I'll call it right now. I think Warriors are going back-to-back. Alright, for sure. How much are you putting on that? Uh, I don't know how much. I'll put everything on that. Okay, for sure. Hopefully, good luck. Hopefully, you make a lot of money on that. But yeah. thank you, guys. Rebound, Haroon, for joining me. Always a pleasure. Hi. Right. Thanks, Z. Thanks for having me on.
Everybody, All thank right. you so much for listening. Stay tuned for Eastern Conference over-unders in the next few days and hope you guys enjoy the start of the NBA season.